Welcome to the DCAT. Today we're talking reputation and notoriety. You know, awards and recognition, portfolios and case studies, clients and sales. Uh, and it's all a bit chicken and egg. Without the portfolio, you can't win the work. And without the work, you can't write the case studies. To help us with these conundrums and share their experiences are two highly accomplished creative business owners. Uh, and Ryan is back after missing the last episode to make the introduction. Yeah, thanks Gideon. So we have two distinguished guests with us today. First of all, we've got Ryan Marks, Creative Director and Managing Director, Design Leader, um, and his role is to push the studio towards greatness, keeping imagination flowing. Ryan is internationally renowned for his conceptual thinking and design craftsmanship, which means Global Briefs, a clutch of design awards and people wanting to pick his brain. Welcome to the DCAST, Ryan. Um, and our second guest today is Fraser Calloway. So Fraser is a firm believer that design is a catalyst for positive change. His work has been recognised in New Zealand and abroad, winning two international Red Dot Design Awards and gold at the New Zealand Best Awards, speaking at his first TEDx Wellington event and launching the company Refold with a highly successful and oversubscribed Kickstarter campaign. Welcome to the DCAST, Fraser. Thanks, guys. Happy to be here. Excellent. Okay, so why don't we kick off with an easy one. Uh, this one's for you, Ryan. Um, did you start your studio with a foundational client, and, and what was your motivation to set up? Yeah. Um, w w with that, um, before starting Marks, I was working in agency land. I worked at a place called Coates Design. Um, and in the evenings, I used to freelance quite a bit. I actually worked with a lot of music companies, so Warner Music and Dirty Records. And organically, um, I couldn't do both, and it just kind of morphed into starting a business organically. Um, and from that, once the music bubble burst, you know, all Napster and all that kind of stuff, um, we, we won an award, um, actually a Best Award, and it got a lot of exposure over in Australia and we started getting some great briefs and then that was enough to get us going to start to start Marks. Right, so this was back in the days when they were CD covers and uh, yeah. and the like before it was all about 40 pixel by 40 pixel. Yeah, that's right. that's right. And it, it, it was, you know, it was the dream, the dream for a graphic designer. Great photo shoots, it was all about ideas. Um, and, you know, it at that time was really inspired by hypnosis, which was, oh, yeah. yeah, and um, yeah, everyone was really up for it. So it was just like, it couldn't have been better, but it did burst and um, then started getting more into brand and packaging and applying those kind of ideas to that, really. All right. Uh, Fraser, I mean, how did, how did you start? It's actually a really similar story, to be honest. Um, I, uh, we were doing quite a lot of freelance work at, at university and that freelance work sort of just rolled into starting this little studio in a shoebox on Cuba Street, which to my parents' dismay was not earthquake safe. Um, and we sort of just built our, our sort of freelance base and then a couple of the projects that we were working on, as, as Ryan mentioned, um, won a couple of really uh, crucial awards. One, one was a gold best award, and uh, the other two were these international red dot awards that we won, and that sort of got us noticed um, in the industry by clients, but also by some of the the big agencies. Um, 
and f off the back of those awards, uh, we got tapped on the shoulder and asked if we wanted to take over a studio and start a, a studio in um, in Wellington for strategy. Well, I've actually got to say, I've got one of uh, your repo discs and they are really good. So. <laughs> Thanks, mate. It's yeah, it's a bit of a... It's a bit of a weird, weird business, but um, it's definitely found its own recently with everybody shifting to working from home. Uh, yes, the pandemic, what a great catalyst for all things uh, work from home. <laughs> Zooms and, and stand up desks. Yeah. Hey, so, so guys, uh, you know, this is about, uh, you know, reputation notoriety. So, so one of the challenges is always, uh, how do you find clients and, and work and, and, you know, Alternatively, how do they find you, right? I mean, um, you guys are just seem to be going from strength to strength. Is your reputation kind of self-fueling the work, or do you spend, you know, time uh, out there doing new business? Yeah, um, like our strategy is like we've got standing relationships that we've had for ten years, and clients keep coming back. We kind of grow with them as well, but. Um, for new business, it's really the case studies going out into the world. That's um, laws of attraction. We we put a lot into those pieces, and we critique, we critique, and um, work comes in from that. To be honest, yeah, yeah, right. And so, it, 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 you know, how do you how do you get them out there? Is it purely social, or is it your website, or you know? Um yeah, it's um, awards are great, you, you know, because everyone looks at them and sees them. But it's also um, we've got relationships with a few people, like with blogs, and that they're always asking us for content. So um, social media as well. So once it goes out into the world, it, people see it, and we get inquiries like, "Hey, we really like that piece." Um, a lot of the time, people are looking for something like that. Mm. Um, and a lot of the writing around it is just as important. Like we really start with the idea and working that into the USP of the brand or, or the packaging piece and um, get that really succinct. So it's easy to understand. Like um, we, don't, we really don't want people to look at our work and go, oh, that's nice. I like that. I like Helvetica or yeah. anything like that. So, so we try to bring a bit more depth to it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, excellent. Hey, uh, Fraser, so been a few changes for you in the, in the strategy world. So now uh, with that, how are you approaching finding new work and, and clients? Yeah, it's, um, it's always a bit of a tough one. I think for us, there's, we've sort of had this mantra where it's kind of like the best business plan is, is quality work. So if you if you do good work if you really put the hard work into making sure that you understand the problem the opportunity craft the work make sure it's it's connecting with the audience that's required and then you tell that story be it through your website or like ryan alluded to pushing it out through other channels like blogs that's that's always been what we try and do um we do have we do try and do some proactive new business um, where we potentially take some of those case studies that exist and approach companies and say, hey, look, we've done this piece of work. These are some of the learnings that we learned in, in the similar sector or something like that, and then try and use that to spark some conversations, which has worked well for us as well. Right. Do you run a, like, you know, a, a, a proper program and do you CRM tools for this? Yeah, we do. So we use, um, we use HubSpot as our CRM 
um, and across the project managers and the partners in the business, their responsibility is to keep that up to date and keep using that um, to push out comms. Uh, and then our, our, on the new business strategy side of things, um, we sort of have shared responsibility. Again, it's not on any one person. Um, it's, it's about getting the collective genius and you know collective networks as well, which is often the really big one because you need that foot in the door to be able to then go and push it open. Mm. Yeah, exactly. What about you, Ryan? Do you run a CRM tool or? Uh, no, we don't actually. <laughs> no, no, we don't at all. No. Yeah, it's probably, I mean, look, it's one of those things where they're quite handy, but again, it's another beast to feed, right? You know, you need to feed information and you need to get them up to date and you need to have a plan and all that sort of thing. The, the organic approach um, works really well and then until it doesn't yeah uh, that's right that's right we're, we've definitely found with uh with the crm they're exactly right like if you're not 100 percent committed to it it's a complete waste of time <laughs> but if you are committed to it it, it is it is really good I, look I, I think with new business one of the challenges is, is that, that you know while you're busy you kind of go yeah we're busy uh but it's, there's such a kind of a lag on it if you don't if you're not focused on feeding it in uh as a top of the funnel the expression, um, then you're going to have a hole in your workflow of project work um, in about six to 12 months, depending on, on the life cycle of your business. Um, so it's always important to keep that, you know, where the next work is coming from. Uh, and, and CRM tools are good like that because you can kind of see how you're, how you're mapping people through. Um, so Ryan, do you, you, don't, you don't have issues like that or? Yeah, well, yeah, we do. Like, um, we we actually have WIP every morning, yep. um, and um, it's at eight forty five. And you know, we actually use Plan Right for our planning, and then yep. every Thursday we look at you know the business coming through. If we need to, you know, get on the phone and or do we have capacity to service what we've got? So yeah, we really have our finger on the pulse there. Right, um, oh, that's good. And um, th then we've got, you know, clients that let us know their workflow, which we plug into that planning. And um, there's also a lot of new business. Like we, we tend to always work on um, creating new brands mainly. Mm -hmm. So um, a, a lot of that work comes through the door and there's usually like at least three projects like that in the studio at a time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, but with brand stuff, that's like, that's project work. So it has a life cycle, you know, you, you, you start it, you deliver it, and then you implement it, and then they become self-sufficient. Or do you create ongoing work for that? Do you, I mean, I suppose the, the question here is, is, do you have a client strategy to keep that work going? Yeah, yeah, there's definitely, like, um, some of the brands we work with, you know, it's like a two-year process, and that's really good to plan. Um, but it's a real mixed bag. Like, it's... I think we probably have around about 15 projects going through the studio at a time. Mm -hmm. And um, we set up the teams and kind of measure it that way, really. Mm. Right. How about you, Fraser? The, you know. Yeah, very similar. We, we run very similar sort of um, morning whips, weekly catch-ups with the project management team. And then we, we also have a separate meeting for new business leads and um, be it reactive or proactive. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, yeah, like if, if a branding project, using the example that Ryan mentioned, if that's running through the studio, we are looking at what that means going forward. 
um, how we can work with the client to make sure that you know the work the work is is coming to life the way that they need it to. Um, and if they've got an internal team, that's where we're handing the reins over to them, and that's where you've got to be careful for watching things just drop off, I guess, and making yeah. sure you've got another lead coming in at the other end. Yeah, yeah. I, do, I mean, do you, do you specifically target for a mix of clients, you know, or a mix of kind of work, or do you just follow your nose? Uh, yeah, we definitely we target a, a mix. Um, we we in the past have have been in the trap of having too many clients that are in one sector. And then for whatever reason, that sector goes through a, a tough patch and then it obviously impacts our business. So we very much try and balance things across public, private, um, and then even within that, we're also looking at different types of sectors as well. Yeah, right. um, yeah we're the same. Like um, we've got a real reputation for packaging and um, you, you know we get a lot of those briefs, but like in brand, we're always trying to grow that side and yeah. we've got there, but like say four years ago, you know, it was very hard for us to get there. So we had to work really hard to do some case studies to attract more of that work. And um, that that's really helped mix through the studio now. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting that like packaging lead studios seem to uh, um, uh, want to also do brand work. Is there an argument for, for being um, Packaging, because there are a few packaging, sole packaging studios, don't there? Yeah, that's right. Like it's, it is a bit of an argument. It, it really depends. Like um, you've got you've got packaging which is functional FMCG through to new D to C brand, which is um, yeah, they're all, all quite quite different briefs, really. Like um, the world is changing very fast and. Um, you know, how do you stand out? So we're quite lucky to get the comms work of a, you know, a packaging piece and how it comes to life on Instagram as well. It's actually, it's becoming so much fun to work on actually all this work. Yeah, look, it's really interesting. I, I, we, um, uh, we've been working on the Best Awards program and uh, one of our team, or actually two of our team had never been to a press car. So we went down to Logic Print to have a look, and it's like so you kind of. In my career, we were talking about CD packaging before, but you know, like how often do people print business cards or, or do that printing work nowadays? It is all digital, and so it all changes. And and I think each uh, each type of client, each category, changes, and then and then the world changes as well. So learning that that those different skills is is a part of the you know the design process, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like how something comes to life online. Like we're forever upskilling, like um, 3D rendering, After Effects, um, all these things. Like you, you look at all the agencies out in the world, like you look at Collins or Made Thought, they're just like a multimedia studio. Mm. Um, it's really exciting, but, you know, to keep the work really contemporary and up there, it's it's moving really quickly. It is. Yeah. Which is exciting, right? Like it's Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's what gets us out of bed in the morning, right? Which yeah, that's right. New challenges. If we had to do the same thing every day, it would be pretty dull. Um how much how much time and effort do you put into self promotion, right? Um quite a bit. Like um 
more and more, like d definitely into the case studies, like we we work them out, we scamp them, we work on the storytelling, the photography, get the right photographer for the job and critique, critique. Like in the studio, we usually have them hanging up on the wall for around about three months. And um, we put a lot into that. It's quite a, quite a lot of cost, you know? Yeah. And um, then we've recently started doing um, a publication, like a journal, like doing a print format of it as well. Yeah, and um, that that's great. Like it makes it real and not online. But um, I, I would say definitely for awards and all that, we we put in so much time. Yeah, I, I suppose that's a, that's a chicken and egg question: is do you do your case studies for awards? Is that the discipline, or or is it the discipline of doing your case studies which prepares you for awards? Yeah, um, we yeah we do do them for awards. Yep, we, we do, but we also, I guess the underlying thing is really for new business because that's our strategy. Um, we have to do it well. If, if we stop doing that, I can imagine the the phone would stop ringing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so, so it's we're constantly on rotation, like through our whip is working on case studies, getting that into the mix. So, yeah, it's... It's good to hear that you've got a discipline about it because it can become a bit like the panel beat car, right? That, that, that the case studies is on somebody's schedule, but something else comes in and it gets pushed and pushed and pushed and never gets worked on. I mean, I remember when I was part of the strategy group, um, we were always talking about the next uh, thinking book. Yeah. Uh, but, but, it, but it never, you know, like that discipline of actually finding time to do it. So I'm going to put you on the spot now, Fraser. When's the next thinking book coming out? <laughs> right. Good question, Gert. Um, we're in the process of actually rethinking, ironically, rethinking the thinking book. Um, yeah. And I think we will we'll look to push something out probably in the next 12 months, but it's not going to be in the same same format that it has yeah. been historically. Yeah, I mean, look, and it's a really good discipline of, of cataloging your work and, 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 and putting your, your views across that, but it's always got to evolve in the kind of work that you're doing kind of team that you have, the kind of skills that you have, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I, don't, I just don't think that um, the format of a magazine would, would do our work justice now. And as Ryan was mm. talking to, things are animating. Um, we're doing a lot of brand film work. We're doing a lot of campaign work. Uh, and it's quite hard to show that through a, you know, one image and some words. You, you really need it to move and live and breathe. Ah, strategy the movie. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah okay so hey quick question for you ryan awards what are they good for um they're, they're great for clients like um say you know someone comes to you with a new brand getting exposure getting it out in the world so great for the staff too like um the way i see it is we all own these these projects and it's great for their careers and it's good to stay hungry, like to push the work, you know, like um, going back to your last point, which was around uh, getting it, getting these case studies through the studio. Mm. Um, you can't just sit down and go, cool, bang out a case study, like get some templates and all that. It actually takes a lot of planning to do it properly. And um, it's a real team effort. So I really love how the team comes together with that and we critique and, 
everything and um it's it's great for new business and to keep you hungry i, I think it's great like mm. I, I see work from other studios and I can, I can see them i can see their design tears in the work and then yeah. pushing and pulling it, it's great yeah yeah so i remember when i judged uh, a few years ago I, I i was super inspired after after that process and seeing all of that work and and reading everybody's award entries so it seemed kind of weird you know you, you you kind of feel like you'd be exhausted, but actually I was really inspired. So it was, a, it was an interesting process from a judging perspective. And I, and I think about all of the hours and particularly after hours work that, that goes into that preparation and the harder you work, it shows. I mean, that, that's right. Like it's a lot of hard work. Like um, you see so much of it and I'm going like, man, that's a great idea. That looks incredible. Like everything from the, the idea to the execution can be very single-minded. There's so many great studios in New Zealand. You know, it's incredible. Yeah, I find it really inspiring too. Yeah. So, um, Fraser, what do you think of awards? Yeah, they're, they're definitely a really powerful tool. Um, I think talent attraction is, is another really key point. Like, mm. we're only as good as our people and putting great work out there and winning awards with that work sort of shows that you're right on the cutting edge and your, your thinking is solid and your craft is solid. And that is how you ultimately get, get good people coming and knocking on the door. Yeah. I, I actually recently had a client approach us. They'd, they'd gone to Best Awards and had a look at Best Awards to, to find some studios to work with, which I, which I was actually surprised me because I thought that would be, you know, that would be more of a, a validation of the studio's work rather than a, a place to find it. But no. I'm always being surprised by things. So, um, what awards do you enter, right? Um, uh, best, of course, and uh, Agda, um, uh, the Dialine Awards. We, we've never, yeah, that, that's all we've really done. Um, right. Um, but once you've got your entries, you know, all sorted, and your photography and your writing, it's a good opportunity to enter more. I, I know um, a lot of people go, you know. Do all the awards right? Yeah, um, I think Milk a few years back they were hugely successful with the awards, um, DNAD and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah. But for us, it's only um, best in Agda and the die line for packaging. Yeah, right. Okay. And what about you, Fraser? Yeah, definitely best in Agda. Um, the only other ones that we'd really throw in there would be the. The big international ones, which DNADs, uh, you know, it's not kind of on the list to make sure that we get one of those. Um, the Effies, yeah, the Effies, that's one that's right at the top of the list for me. Actually, having work that delivers tangible results and impact. Yeah, uh, and then the Red Dot is is one that we've we've had some success in in the past, so it's one that we do often look to. We've um, we, we've did TDC Touch Directors Club last year, so we got a uh, inbox from one of those, a winner in one of those. Um, so and uh, and DNAD, so along with Agda and um, of course Death, uh and the Eat Drink Eat Drink Awards, which is an Australian one. But there's lots of award programs out there, and and you know you can rack up quite a few uh, <laughs> invoices for dollars and and, and entering them all. So I suppose you have to be strategic about them. Um, so uh, 
Ryan, has being a convener of, of the judges for best changed what and how you enter it? Um, no, not, not really. Um, I've probably got more inspired by everyone else's work. Like, there's so much great work there. Um, but no, no, like, we've entered best and got nothing. <laughs> and yeah. then we've done well some years. It's a real roller coaster. Really, you know, you can only do what you do. And, yeah. and put it forward, and if the judges like it, that's great. But um, mm. it's not always that way. Um, the thing I really like about it now, when it feels very different, is um, New, New Zealand is you know it's really got its own design voice, and I love seeing all these studios like doing quite well at best and working with these great international clients. You know, um, it really feels like the world stage, and that's really changed it. It's like we don't need to work with the Fonterras and Lions anymore. It's like the world's really opened up, and I think Best is a great platform for that. Yeah. It was funny. I was, uh, I was, I was trying to find something the other day, and I found a, a Best Award that I got in 1988. Oh, no way. 88. Yeah. 88. I've, I've got that annual from 88. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I, I bought um, David Clark's library, like, years back. Right. And and it's got all these old annuals. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. That's great. Uh, it actually had Expo 88 in that year. Right. Which is an awesome piece of work. Oh, how yeah. good. Yeah. Funny, because you, you, know, you think of New Zealand as being, having kind of a young design um, industry, but it's actually been going you know, quite strong for 30 years from my, from my personal memory. So, yeah. yeah. Hey, um, so we've kind of covered case studies and, and, and that, um, but how how else do you present your portfolio apart from the website? I mean, a website still that relevant? Um, I, I think it's extremely relevant. Um, I, I think that in Instagram, like you just look at every studio's website right now. How yeah. good do they look? You know, and um, they need to be redone every few years now. It's just the technology is changing so quickly. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Fraser, you're, you're obviously working on, on a, a new iteration of yours? Yeah, we are. We're currently um, currently working on a new website, which is exciting. Uh, and, the, and the sort of new iteration of the thinking book as well, which I guess is something that's a little bit more unique to strategy. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Instagram is just kind of like, it's just part of the conversation now. You just have to be there. Uh, I think probably, again, more from like a, a staff and talent attraction perspective. I don't mm. know if we've had many clients come through from Instagram, but maybe that's, maybe that yeah, will stop. It is defining a different audience and most different platforms uh, you know, are different for each audience, right? I mean, your website is, is like for instance, LinkedIn. I think is a better medium for for clients. Mm -hmm. uh, Instagram is definitely for your peers and potential um, staff. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on personal portfolios and the use of studio work, which is always a bit of a kind of a contentious one? Um, right, I heard you talking about how you you, you see the work as, as everybody's work. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about uh, about Kind of former team, uh, former staff using uh, Mark's work on their yeah. yeah, I'm I'm totally cool with that. Like it, it's it's so hard 
hard for people and they, they put their, you know, blood, sweat and tears into that work. It's um, totally, no, I, I don't have a problem with that at, at all. I just, you know, want them to do well too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. How about you, Fraser? Yeah, I completely agree. I do, I do think it's important for people to be honest and upfront about what role they've played in the project and not yeah. just claim it as entirely theirs because that's often never the case. Um, but, yeah, I'm more than happy for, for them to use the work. It's, it's their work. It's our work. Uh, and, and like what Ryan said, we, we want everyone to do well. Yeah. I, I think that's a really good attitude. You know, as long as they're, they're upfront about their involvement and also, you know, if, if, uh, if it's credited, I think is always an important thing as well. You know, with yeah. The studio. Totally. Because um, I, I think that's, that's sharing the praise, right? Yeah, that, that's right. But um, definitely talking about their roles is huge. Like, you know, sometimes you get a contractor in it and they're like, oh, yeah, somebody they did. And, you know, maybe they aren't telling the truth and it all kind of comes out in the wash. You know, yeah. you know so it's being honest is, is massive because it's going to come out anyway. Yeah, it does. Excellent. Hey, well, thanks for, for your time today, guys. Uh, I think we've, we've learned a lot. Um, me, personally, I think uh, I've learned that we should put a lot more time and effort into our case study. Thanks for that, Ryan. You guys are doing a great job. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Looks great. Well, well uh, yeah, ours don't sit on a, on, on a, a hang, a hang up in the studio for three months and critique, so I, I think that's something I'm going to take forward. Um, so, yeah, thanks for time today, guys, and, uh, yeah. You've been listening to a Designers Institute decast, and we'll see you again next time.